Hello, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Geeky Waffle. I'm Candace, and with me are my co-hosts, Bree. Hi. Vanessa. Hey. And Arzu. Hi. Can y'all believe it? A hundred episodes. Woo! Honestly, (laughs) mind-blowing. I know. It's It's a very exciting milestone. It is. And we're celebrating by discussing the geekiest things we've ever done. I feel like uh, the geekiest thing is like my my entire being. <laughs> I just, I mean, I could argue the geekiest <laughs> thing we've all ever done was start a podcast about being geeky. That's true. Yeah, very very. Yeah. True. <laughs> okay, but I'll, second to that. But second, <laughs> okay. yeah, second to that. <laughs> okay, I'll go straight in. Okay, I was at a convention and I was a huge Once Upon a Time fan. And Emily DeRaven was there, who plays Belle. And as many of you know, Belle is like one of my favorite heroines since I was like five. I need so, to interrupt you though, because I need to I need to say say that Emily DeRaven also was in Roswell. Yeah, oh my she God, was. Of course. I hated <laughs> her though in Roswell so much. Well, yeah, no, oh yeah, because her no, no, no. You're the, supposed to. She's so good as the character yeah, you're to get to, right. me to hate her. Like honestly, <laughs> top tier. Anyway, and she sorry, was also lost. She was yeah, lost, yes. too. Yes, correct. And so, yeah. So, winter table. It was great. She gave me a hug. I was so happy. So, it gets to the Q&A. And the guy, you know how they have an MC for the Q&A. And he's like, Emilia DeRaven. De and we were like, <laughs> oh, no. And so, like, I'm in the front row because I'm also taking photos for the convention. So, I was kind of working in a way. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so I go, Emily DeRaven, and he's like, he kept, keeps repeating it and getting it wrong. And I'm like, do not disrespect Emily that way. <laughs> like, I'm thinking this. I don't say that. So he, why don't you just introduce her? So I got to introduce Emily DeRaven to like hundreds, like a thousand of her fans. So Well, that's really freaking awesome. Nice. That is yes. really and cool, Candace. That's really cool. That's, 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 really dif- that's really difficult for any of us to follow, I feel, but... <laughs> As Brie knows, I have terrible stage fright. So I did it. Yeah. But you did it. But yeah, you yeah. got through it. I, I'm job. really impressed, Candace. Like, yeah. I'm really proud of you. I also introduced my Star Wars play, the complete Star Wars saga abridged to like 500 people at Tampa Comic Con. There was a French festival, a local one, and they were looking for plays. And I was like, this is my chance. So, and I have a bunch of actor friends here who are also a bunch of nerds, but really Molly introduced me to two of her nerd friends who are also actresses and like Betty Jane helped me write it and really helped me like organize my thoughts because Betty Jane like writes plays all the time. And yes, it was just trying to show the humor in Star Wars while also like appreciating it as a fan. Love that. Is this the one with emo Kylo Ren? Yes, emo Kylo Ren. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the is this the one with emo Kylo Ren? Yeah. Isn't how many do I have in general? No, but I don't I mean, know. Like, you, I didn't just... know if you've done more than one, but I know there's one with emo Kylo Ren. So. No, but isn't That's he just em- isn't he just emo in general? I mean, I he's such don't a sweet really... boy. <laughs> he's emo. Uh, I didn't say boys are generally sweet. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, they're not mutually right, exclusive. But... Yes. <laughs> this also is the one where we did the Death Star battle as interpreted dance. I love it. Amazing. Oh, boy. Every, we got the like audience to join us and like 
we picked a few people and we gave them everybody like ribbon dancers, you know, like huh. the ribbon things. And <laughs> yeah. then one one person had an inflatable Death Star that lit up and that's like, amazing. Actors would go like, <laughs> copy red five. I've been hit, you know, kind of thing like that. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, that's almost that's that's probably one of the geekiest things you've ever done, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a freaking play about Star Wars that we yeah. performed a bunch of different places. Yeah, I guess that is the geekiest thing I've done. Although, no, but the, but the Emily Deraven thing is is really awesome. Yeah, I think we all have we all have many geeky moments. So, I mean, it's I think it's very difficult to choose just one. <laughs> the ultimate one. Who's next? I can go next. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna start by saying that a lot of my geeky ones revolve around Harry Potter, and we at the Waffle do not condone the author or her stances, but it is a part of our childhood and inextricable from how geeky we are. So, you know, a bunch of like geeky stuff, like one time I left a college lecture an hour and a half early so I could take the bus back home so I could get in line for one of the Harry Potter movies, like some like five hours before midnight, because this is what you did before (laughs) reserve seating. I'm sure this is why my prof couldn't stand me, but um, something like that. But I think the single geekiest Harry Potter thing I ever did was the book launch for Goblet of Fire. This was before they did midnight launches at the bookstore. They did it at like 10 o'clock in the morning, the day of, because it's, you know, kids who are not going to be up that late. So I begged my dad to take me all morning and we were running late, running late, running late. We finally got there. The whole event was already underway. I got my book and then I like wanted to join all the little games they were doing. And they had these like activity passports that you had to get like Mm -hmm. for each activity station. And they were completely out of passports by the time we got there. And everybody was like, you know, that's fine. Just go ahead. Like, I'm nine, right? Like, I'm a kid. What are they going to do? Say no. So they're like, it's fine. Go ahead. Like, do all the events. And then so I did whatever interested me. And then at the end, they're like, we're going to have a trivia competition. And the prize was like one of these special edition versions of the books with like gold edging and all that. So that was like one of the prizes. So I wanted to play. So I answered one question. It was just kind of like whoever raised their hand first answered one question, the host didn't say anything. And then when the time came to award the book, she's like, okay, before you answer this super long question that I just asked, can I see your activity passport? Like she's asking to, you know, for me to validate my presence at the trivia event for nine-year-olds. So she asked to see my little passport thingy. And I'm like, well, I don't have one. And she's like, she's like, oh, this is just for the kids who have like the thing. Again, I am nine years old and I've got this adult telling me I can't play the Harry Potter trivia game. So I just kind of froze. And then my dad was like, what the hell? And then all the other parents are like, yeah, like, what? This is a kid who wants to play. So not only did she relent and let me do it, and not only did I answer her question, but I went above and beyond with a very lengthy lecture about the technicalities of the answer, like far longer than I think she'd expected anybody to do. And the book is sitting right next to me as we speak on my bookshelf. Hell yeah. Ours you earned that sassy pedantic nine-year-old like no 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 excuse me Hermione Granger is my favorite character I will give you a lecture big Hermione Granger energy honestly it sounds like you embodied Hermione Granger in that moment Mm -hmm. I was like no there is information that I possess and I need to show (laughs) off about it uh Arzu did you ever listen to some wizard rock very briefly I could this is going to sound so bad, but I couldn't get into the audio quality of it. Makes sense. Uh, I, w- I loved Harry and the Potters. 
That's the one I did listen to. Um, I saw them in concert like several times. Brie, I went with you once. I know you did. Was at a skate did. park. Yep. At a and skate then I park. went to one in LA by myself. <laughs> like I knew no one else, and I still That's went. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you like what you like. So. Yeah, and you were. With a bunch of nerds, and nerds are safe. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just, like, eventually was, like, shuffled my way into, like, a group. And I was like, I want to hang with you guys. Very awkward at times. <laughs> and I think Is the time your- we went, Candace, I dressed up like Tonks. I don't remember that part. Oh, well, <laughs> I did. If you have pictures, I would like to see them. Oh, yeah, there, there are. <laughs> there are on our Facebook. So. Yeah. I dressed in my Gryffindor shirt. I don't know if I had the tie with me at the time. Because as I said, I am terrified of most things, but I still do it. So I am a Gryffindor. It's true. That's all that matters. Candace went to me, or went, we went to a Buffy convention, and you were terrified to go. Oh, my God. Yeah, because like you, it was the first convention I had ever been to. We were like, like high school, like middle school, high school, like young. We were young. And- yeah. They were. I was thinking about these conventions the other day, and I was like, they were really weird because there's only like a couple hundred people there. Yeah, they weren't and, like as big as now. Yeah, and it was like, I was like, this is like nobody from high school can know we do this, Brie. It was like, we will lose all credibility. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, I miss. I miss conventions, man. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. I don't know. The, the thing is, like, I think that I've only been been to, to one, and that was AwesomeCon here in D.C. And we actually, we went as a, because, like, I, I loved I loved the whole cosplaying aspect of it. And I think one of the biggest reasons that I, like, conventions are super fun <laughs> is just being able to cosplay. And we went as, uh, it, was, it was actually for one of my friend's uh, uh, bachelor parties. Um, and so we all, we all were uh, Mortal Kombat characters. Oh, that's dope. Who are you? And I was Frost, which apparently I didn't realize this at the time, but she's she's a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> but somebody else, somebody else was going as Sub Zero, and I was like, "Well, I guess I could be Frost." <laughs> but apparently, Frost actually betrays Sub Zero, um, and she's 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 his protege. Anyway. All that to be said, we we had all went as as them, and we would be in like these like fighting stances. And um, I mean, the biggest the biggest uh, thing that we did was we had um, like the the guy who was getting married. Uh, he we had him uh, have all these tasks they had to do. Like he had to he had to find somebody in a um, in a Deadpool costume and propose to, to propose to them. And he would have to like go around and do like all these these random things. He had to sing. He had to sing a song to to somebody. I can't remember a different character. Um, but it was really cool because like all these all these people that are that are going, uh, you know, they're I, they're they're really game for all this kind of stuff. So it was real. It was just a really fun time. Like I I love I love that about nerd culture. It's like you can you can kind of just be yourself, go around, do really weird, crazy stuff, and everybody's just having a good time. Especially Deadpool cosplayers they're like damn for anything (laughs) no um it was after affinity war no endgame happened i made a t-shirt that said america's ass and it pointed to captain america's butt Um, yes that was great (laughs) i was wearing that and i met one of the like somebody was cosplaying as captain america and i was like 
you see my shirt. Is it okay if I take a photo with you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like pointing. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> I I was trying to think of the geeky, like to pinpoint the geekiest moment. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like my entire being is just that. But back in Florida, they filmed a movie called Edward Scissorhands. And my friend Zach and a couple of other friends, but he's like, you haven't been to the Edward Scissor, you know, neighborhood. And I was like, no, because it, it was filmed in a neighborhood in Florida, like near us. And most of the houses kept the, uh, paint job. The, yeah. The paint job, because for the movie, they had a very specific coloring that they did very pale, bright colors. And so we, we went to the neighborhood and I got to, we drove around the neighborhood and I got to see the houses and I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, it's just houses. I just looked at houses with a paint job. And yet I was freaking out. Driving through Atlanta. I'm like, Oh my God, that's where black the widow was at the overpass and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's always exciting to, to, to see those things because I mean it, it's just like oh my gosh I'm standing I'm standing where this happened I'm standing where this happened like it's so it's so cool like I mean I've been on the the WB tour actually when I went out to visit Ubery yeah. and that was that was really exciting because I they were talking about uh you know Gilmore Girls and here's the square where it's I'm like oh stars hollow <laughs> I got to do that with uh with a friend the last time I was in LA because one of her friends like worked on the lot so we quote unquote went to visit for lunch <laughs> We barely saw the friend, but we had like lunch passes. And she's like, well, we can just we can just like walk around if you want. So I dragged my poor friends to the ER ambulance bay, which is not an ambulance bay anymore. It's for a completely different show. But I freaked yeah. out and made them take a picture of me standing in front of there. And then we ran to Stars Hollow. And I was just mm-hmm. I was being very mature about the whole thing. Uh, yeah. And when I was filming, um, filming a show, we were on the Universal lot. Uh, so every day I would drive by uh, the Good Place set, oh, which is really so cool. good. Yeah, and also they had one of the signs from Jaws. So it was just like I was like, I work here. This is surreal. Oh, fun fact! As we all know, the 1997 Cinderella Brandy version, we know that well. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. set <laughs> is the same one as the Good Place. Oh, really? Yep. Damn. Oh, you can kind of see I the can, way the I can see that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. That cool. makes a lot of sense now that I'm reviewing it in my head. That just makes me that just makes me love it even more. We were talking about visiting sets. I do have one story. My poor friend who had to put up with me with this. So we so I really like the sound of music. Like I grew up with the sound of music and all that. So when I was in Austria, I'm like, okay, I'm here. Let's take advantage. I dragged my poor friend to Salzburg for the day. But because we were broke, we're like, we're not taking the bus tour because it's too expensive. So we just took a map from the stand instead. And we're like, let's do all this on foot, which obviously was impossible, like some stuff we missed. But um, we find on the map, like the back of the, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, but we see like, like it's not for everybody. So we've seen like the back of the house on the map. And we're like, let's go find this. Turns out the back of the house is on a private hotel property. Which did not stop us from visiting the back of the house anyway. Oh my god, Arzu. <laughs> like somebody opened the gate to the yard and we just slipped in like we were staying there. So oh my goodness. there was a breaking and entering component, but you know what? I got my picture. 
And Arzu, we're a bunch of musical nerds. We have seen Sound I don't know. Like, you know, even people who like musicals, like the sound of music is not for everybody. So oh, yeah, yeah, but it's not assuming. No, no, no. I think I think that's that. I mean, I, I can understand where you're coming from. That was one of my top watched movies as a kid. I just yeah. remember yeah. like you watch a Yodel Lady or Lady That one, you know. I am. Yeah. Lonely goat herder. Yeah. So Arzu broke laws to be as geeky as possible. Yes. Look, I just really needed to see the back of the house where Captain Von Trapp is all like sexy and yelling, okay? Like it's a thing. Sexy and yelling. <laughs> it's what? It's fine. It's, it's how it started. That is Arzu's origin story. <laughs> Honestly, <Yeah>. probably though. <laughs> he I can guess, sing. Okay. He's in a uniform. No. Who? <laughs> all right. Oh goodness. He's a baron. It's fine. <laughs> Drag one of my friends when we were in London to the WB Harry Potter Studios tour. I mean, if anyone can go, that is amazing. No, Brie gives money to JKR. If anybody's curious, I own a booklet of the tour. I'll send you pictures. Don't give her money. That's true. I yeah, <laughs> it's so it's such a hard thing because like I'm like I'm so amazed by it, and at the same time, then I have to remember oh. If JKR meant me, she would hate me. Because I'm not binary. <laughs> uh-huh. That's like a weird thing to think of, you know, like, oh, this book that shaped my life, and now the person that shaped my life hates me. It's a weird concept. Yeah. I think a lot of millennials had a slight mental breakdown when all this stuff Yeah. Went down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, why? Why would you do this? You taught us to stand up for things. I know. Yeah, so we're, yeah, it's like, it's we like do, and she's like, not like that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. no, not that way. We're like, <laughs> not in a way that doesn't give like, me money, right? It's like, but you, but you taught us to be. What? How? How does this work? Yeah, like that, like the whole like mud blood, right. like the the muggle and things like that. That helped me like deal with some racism that was dealt with being biracial mm-hmm. growing up. You know, yeah, like all that kind of stuff and. And Hermione helped out, like, made being smart cool, you know? So, yeah, it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. And it's Harry tough Potter world. was an average learner who was heroic. Yes. And I was like, I, I feel that. <laughs> I'm very average, but I can still do good things. You aren't average, Bree. <laughs> you just have your moments. I'm at least you try. I can't I can't say with any certainty that Harry does. True. All right. He's like somebody else will take care of this. It's fine. I would have learned more spells than just one. Okay, like even my dad by the end of the series, because we were listening to the whole thing on audiobook, he's like seven years of magical education. This kid's got one spell in his back pocket. Yeah. Yep. Also, <laughs> he's not slightly like a muggle. Well Yeah, but that's no excuse. How do you okay guys? We went in a Harry Potter rant. Yeah, I Because oh. he's dumb. <laughs> he so Do you? Oh, okay. So let's flash back to some of our memorable episodes, which includes one of my favorites is before all this JKR stuff came out, is I like fought with Vanessa and Brie about how Hogwarts is the absolute worst school you could ever go to. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's super dangerous. They <laughs> don't have like fun, math though. and English classes or like, who needs basic. Them? Listen, they have better education before getting into Hogwarts. 
I don't so, know if yeah, I don't know if Matthew. I feel like they were homeschooled because. Okay, well, so canonically they are homeschooled. It's up to their parents to teach them whatever they want to know if they're not like muggles and go to like muggle school. Yeah, which means I'm wondering how many wizard wizard kids just don't know how to read. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they have to know I how tutor, to read. And there are they parents that just don't books. care what their kids do. They read spell books though, so they have to read. No, but like there are parents but, who just don't care if their kids are reading or not. They just want them out of their hair. Right. So, so then so then you go to wizard school and you're like, how am I supposed to learn these spells? I cannot read. And you're like eleven and they're like, write an essay, and you're like, Great, what is writing? Like <laughs> what is an essay? Yeah, yeah, that's I feel like Although that's not that's not Hogwarts's fault, but still, it's you would think there has to be some sort of program at Hogwarts where if they, you know, your your parents are just like deadbeats who didn't teach you how to read and write, that they just somehow like a remedial course, like a rem- yeah, I guess remedial. Yeah, but they don't know how to interact with Muggles. Okay, let's talk about some of our other. Let's talk about some of our top episodes because we're going way too much in Harry Potter. Yeah, so- <laughs> we we haven't talked much about Harry Potter since all the stuff with J.K. all ha- happened. So I think we're just like ah, we're just spewing it at this point. Yeah. 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 So our most popular episode of all time is Bad Boy Crushes. Because bad boys are amazing. <laughs> I will agree. Stand it by still this. gets like hits every day. It still gets listened to every day. Someone in the that's world because, is listening to it. That's because everyone, everyone loves a bad boy. I mean, they're all they're all different types out there and you know, there's some there's something for everybody. Oh, and just just for the record, today looking at our analytics, fifteen people have listened to that. Podcast episode from 2018. <laughs> because it's probably one of our most relatable episodes. Yeah. yeah. Another one is just ships we want to happen. I was like thin Poe all the way. I did not get Finn and Poe. I know. And stuff. You didn't not not get it. <laughs> no, I didn't get it, Arzu. <laughs> but like it could still happen. No nobody died and disappeared forever. Do you know what I mean? You got you got a kiss, so shut up, Arzu. It could still happen. You got two people alive at the end of the day. Uh-huh. Infinitely preferable. It could, yeah, it could still happen. I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite ones to record that was also pretty popular was why we sympathize with Disney villains. Mm. Yeah, we got we got issues with our villains. <laughs> oh my god! Guess who watched all the Descendant movies this weekend? Oh, it's is it me. you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was telling Arzu, like, I cannot remember a single song except one of them. Like, I get why kids loved it, but and I love my villains. It's it's not it's not for our age group. I think no, it's not. It definitely is not. I love how it's like Maleficent names her kid Mal. Oh. M A L. Like the first names are so on the nose. Evie is from the Evil Queen. Jay is Jafar. Ben is Belle's kid. It's crazy. One of our most popular episodes is In Defense of Ariel from like The Little Mermaid, where we're like, she's not a complete dumbass. No, she's not. Except in the way most 16-year-olds are dumbasses. Well, but yeah. But it's not special. At the same time, it's like, you know, there is proof. Like, she likes land stuff. She collects all that stuff. No wonder she would choose to be up there rather than stay a mermaid. She got yeah, the she ultimate did. item for her collection, which is a human man. She but thinks she part of to see where the people are, which is where she wanted yeah. to be. Well, and just like just like when we were younger, all we wanted to do was be mermaids. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. So we just went the other way. No. 
Oh, ironically, another popular episode of ours is when we covered the Fantastic Beasts 2 trailer huh. and the Nagini twist, speaking of JKR. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what, yeah. That's oh. when we became really sus of her. <laughs> well. We were I- like, this this is wrong. I feel like it's wrong. Was that her choice, though? I mean, like, I don't want to, you know, not she that I'm it. a fan, but. She wrote well, it. She wrote it. I know she wrote it, but. I mean, like, there's also there's also decisions about things like that are cut out or like you know things like that. I don't know if if there was anything more to it. Oh no, you know what I mean, so I have no idea. It was her because she defended it in multiple interviews. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, got it. Got she's it. like, okay. well, she's like when Neville like all the along. heads her. It's fine because she's been a snake for so long. Yikes, lady! It's fine because she's been a snake for so long. <laughs> we had hints of this all along, like. Maybe she's not like the most greatest person. <laughs> up and up. Oh, yeah. by naming Cho Chang Cho Chang. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like, and the goblins are very. Yeah, we're not gonna. And the house that. elves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, again, so much Disney stuff is like, like, what makes a great villain? Oh, we did Disneyland versus Disney World. I miss theme parks. Oh. All the time. Oh my god, I miss theme parks so much. And I, it, but this, but this has even been before quarantine. I miss theme parks so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Never move away from the theme parks. <laughs> uh, I got vaccinated in a theme park parking lot. It was oh, so yeah, sad. Yeah, oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those have been like the mass vac sites. It's uh, yeah. I know. I'm sure that must have that must have sucked to just like drive in and be like, see. Like, I can the see my favorite yeah. roller coaster <laughs> yeah. as I'm getting vaccinated. <laughs> Like this is for you, roller coaster. <laughs> next year, man. Next year. Our hope is that we all go to celebration, Star Wars celebration, and then we will be back at Disneyland because yeah. it is right next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopes, dreams. What are those? Can we mention <laughs> one of the geekiest things that we have not mentioned? And Vanessa, how dare you not bring it up? What? Uh, but your wedding invitations. Oh. Back to the Future theme, <laughs> peak geeky, and I love it so so much. It's a, so that's a save the date. You haven't even gotten the invite. Oh, yet. that's right, save the date. Yep, <gasps> and you can expect more geekiness for the uh, for the invite. But I'm not going to spoil it for you. Oh, I'm but so just, But um, but yeah, no, the yeah the the save the date was uh, Back to the Future, which my uh, my incredibly incredibly talented um, graphic designer friend. Uh, made for for us other than candace she was another (laughs) really talented graphically designed friend i don't know how i got all these people graphically designed friend (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's on my refrigerator so every time i get something i'm like vanessa is a dork i know (laughs) (laughs) yes but that's what makes us all wonderful we're all we're all nerds together which is you know the whole the whole reason why we're on this podcast and why you know, I feel I feel like this is lit. You know, obviously this this was created as um, you know kind of an outlet for for us. To, well, you know, one to we we were able to keep in touch this way, but two, you know, just to have a have a, a group of people that we could just kind of be ourselves and discuss all of our crazy thoughts and ideas with. And it was, and then it it turned into over quarantine something that also helped us to to stay sane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a few breakdowns during recording. Though. Yeah, that's true. One, two. Move on, listen, move, move on, on two. two on our straight out of home video one, where we start talking about like the mall and then going into deep spiral of oh my god, <laughs> yeah, 
It was. I think that was all of ours, like mental <laughs> at wit's end. Yep, <laughs> we kept it. It was also the third time we tried to record that episode, and I hated yeah, that, that movie. Was, that was that, that helps. That helps the uh-huh. that helped the spiral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. we started as Geeky Girl Gab. It was just like me and Brie were because Brie was moving to LA, and we're like, let's do this together. It started in a Starbucks um, outside. I yep. vividly remember it. They shut down that Starbucks and made a drive-through nearby. Apparently, <laughs> oh man, I saw that when I was visiting my parents. I was like, "Oh, that's where it started, and it's gone." Okay, uh, <laughs> and then we added Vanessa because Vanessa is like, "Should I start a podcast?" And we're like, "Join us!" Yeah, basically, <laughs> we're like, "Just come, <laughs> come into our fold." Yes, join the dark side. Yeah. Yes, and. A couple months ago, Arzu joined us too. She had Yay. been writing for yeah. us for a while and just guesting on a bunch of episodes. And we were like, I feel like she belongs with us. Can I just say, I deeply appreciate you having me guest on your Mulan live action episode, which we had to re-record because I'd done something wrong. Oh, yeah. L- you listened to me come completely unglued about the witch. <laughs> Comparing her to Kylo Ren. And somehow, after all that, you're like, how would you like to be a co-host? Because, like, you and Brie were like, yes. Uh, no, I agreed with you fully, Arzu. I was like, I'm on board with this. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, that just goes to show you we're meant to be here. Also, <laughs> you know, and I found my people. Also, Arzu and I really do, like, bad, toxic guys sometimes. And now I... It was, like, I, toxic! They're not toxic. No. Other people think they're toxic because pe- other yeah. people are cowards. This is true. Uh, yes. They don't, I'm they not going to get into this. but <laughs> They don't see the beauty of them like we do, Arzu. Um, but now, right, but now right. I have someone and I don't feel like the last person out. <laughs> I just, yeah, you guys, you guys have each other. Yes. It's very oh, rare God. that we'll disagree. <laughs> it's true. It does happen, it does. but it's very, it very rare. It does happen. But only the first because... time it, I think, happened was the Moulin Rouge No, episode. Love Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Arzu. I was really glad to have you as, as a partner on that one because I I was very scared. <laughs> <laughs> we got, that's the best one. The best episodes are when we get the most passionate, I think. Mm-hmm. And I I love that we disagree on things and we don't have the same taste and stuff like well, that. Yeah, otherwise it would be boring. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like we've sat here sometimes and just been like, I I agree and I agree, and then we're like, okay, now what do we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> then somebody has to throw a wrench in the mix by being like, is Darth Maul sexy? And then we huh. can agree, just spiral. <laughs> oh, like, no. What's wrong with my friend? What is wrong with my friends? Because <laughs> they believe it. But I also uh, haven't Brie, seen once you watch, yeah, I once you watch Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. You will then be on your know. Well, we'll see about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's angst and damage and a six pack, and I don't know what else you want, though. A better face? <laughs> what else could you want? <laughs> yeah, this um, past year has been really yeah. great. We really started doing social media stuff, and we started also making sure there was an episode every week. And. <laughs> Actually, me not having a social life has helped immensely with that. <laughs> it's just really amazing. I mean, 100 episodes and looking back at where we started, which basically before the podcast, 
was Candace and I doing this thing called Sidekicks United. And it was before I left, though. And that, I think that's why we started the podcast, because I was leaving. And yeah, and we couldn't do videos anymore. Yeah. And that was our Captain Canada? No, wait. Major Canada. I, I remember Major Canada. Yeah, Major yep. Canada. With uh, my friend Richie. Oh, uh, it's still good t- memories. And, like, then I had these amazing, amazing women here being really accepted of oh, – I'm going to cry – <laughs> sorry hold on only cry happy tears i know well it is happy it's just you know you guys yeah. accepted me and then we changed to the geeky waffle and i don't know it's really well i i i love the yeah, new name love you, i dude. think yeah it's... we love we love the name we love you we love all this yeah <laughs> love you guys too it was it was for the best because we can be more inclusive yeah mm-hmm. because you and... know we want to make a safe space for for everyone not just you know typical just typical people that are considered nerds and whatnot and you know we think everyone deserves to have a voice yeah plus waffles are delicious yeah they are that too waffles also like it feels weird to call ourselves girls anymore like we are we are grown-ass women yeah in person (laughs) i mean yeah and brie's an adult (laughs) i'm an adult slightly I no, still need are, supervision Brie. at we're, times. I'm kidding. We are <laughs> technically adults. We are technically adults. We are, we are children at heart, though, which is the important thing. <laughs> is there anything else anyone would like to add to our 100th episode? Here's yeah. to 200. Yeah. Cheers. If I had to drink, cheers. 100 more. Yeah. We'll get there, like, in two years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you all for listening through – the years this has been amazing there's no words who thought we would get here because like so many podcasts they start and stop like i think it's like a dozen episodes or so mm-hmm. yeah we made it to 100 yay Woo-hoo! and honestly like with space waffles hosted by arzu and our straight out of home video we are a network and at this time there's going to be an announcement very soon about maybe Something's filling a blank space in the network. I wonder what that could be. Mystery. Yeah. (laughs) So the Kiki Waffle's growing. We're going to always keep growing. So thank you for growing with us. And Brie, Vanessa, Arzu, I love you all so much. Love you guys. Right back at you. No, I'm crying. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Oh, the gosh. This was supposed to just be a fun short. This is done. And now we're like. It's 100 episodes. Of course, everybody was going to get in their feels. Yeah. No, I didn't think about it. I did not, did not prepare myself. I'm looking over at my dog in his Grogu Baby Yoda dog bed with his Captain America dog toy and his Grogu Baby Yoda dog toy. Uh, making my dog. A nerd might be the geekiest thing I've done, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the cutest I, little nerd. And I gave him the name Bucky J. Barks the Winter Borker. So that might, again, geekiest thing right there. <laughs> and Vanessa gave her cats, what are their names again? Iro and Toph for Avatar yeah. Last Airbender. Exactly. That is that is a very geeky thing that I did, too, recently. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're saying those names all the time. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody, everybody that I come into contact with is just like, is that? And I'm like, yes, yes, it's exactly yes. what yeah. you think. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so you can find the Geeky Waffle and all our shows at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the Geeky Waffle on Instagram, Facebook, and again, Patreon. Sign up for Geeky Waffles After Dark. I'm Candice. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. And Arzu. Stay geeky.